This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central, at www.twitch.tv backslash BlancaOG. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, 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 guys, to week 51 of Tailgate Talks. This is the tailgate where we discuss what's going on in the rest of the sporting world. Right now, obviously, the main thing going on is the NFL. The MLB season's wrapping up. NBA should be starting next month. We got a lot to be coming up to talk about, but uh, uh, MLB's wrapping up. Yeah, I said that right. Uh, that's going to be wrapping up, though, soon, so we'll have some some more baseball to be talking about with y'all soon. But right now, obviously, main news that we're going to be discussing with you guys is going to be the NFL and what's going on over there. Uh, first things first, as always, make sure you follow the iTunes and the Spotify. Uh, they got rid of the subscription button. It is now just a little check mark or a plus sign. Make sure you hit that and follow the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. If it is on iTunes, give us a five-star review or rating. Drop a review below. As far as our socials, make sure you hit us up on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If it is on YouTube, subscribe and hit the bell to be notified when we post new videos. As far as our personal accounts, Dustin, find him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks, find him at Calvin B. Barrett. Me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a one. Lastly, we do stream live every Wednesday at 7 p.m., at www.twitch.tv slash Blanca OG, where the L is actually an L. Going to keep clarifying that. That way we make have no more mistakes or mix-ups. Lastly, uh, if you have any sort of thoughts or questions or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show, email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. Let's go ahead and jump right into this. I'm excited for it. Again, I'm excited to be happy to talk about something. Texas Tech broke our hearts, and I just want to be happy talking about the NFL now. Let's go ahead and jump into this. This is Tailgate Talks NFL Discussion. Are you ready for the so, Dustin, kick it away, take it away. Let's let's have some fun. Let's talk good football. <laughs> so, of course, we start with our recap. So, we will start with our time it takes Tom Brady to come back on your team. Week three NFL recap. Flawless. Flawless execution Brooks there. will get us kicked off with his minute and 24 seconds. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me pull up All a timer. Right. Let me pull up a timer. Yeah, we get a timer. We got a timer. So, Brooks yeah. will kick us off. He's got a minute and 24 seconds. That was Tom Brady's comeback against the Cowboys. He is not. All right, all right. We get a fourth quarter comeback since then, so we will continue to use that time until he resets the clock for us. All right. Are you ready to time us? I got, I got the timer pulled up. All right, Brooks, are you ready all right. for the – Three, two, one, Brooks. All right, I'm going to use my time to talk about some teams I'm hitting the panic button on after three weeks in the season. Number one, the Indianapolis Colts, 0-3 so far this season. They made the move to get the quarterback that they thought they needed, and Carson Wentz is not the guy. They're sitting at the bottom of a crappy division with the 0-3 record. Luckily, it is a crappy division, so there's still a little bit of hope there. But so far this season, it does not look good from Carson Wentz, who twists both of his ankles somehow. Uh, So they're a big panic button team for me. Number two, Pittsburgh Steelers panicking on them, mainly because Ben Roethlisberger is D-O-N-E done. Yep. We were watching a corpse play out there on Sunday. It was just super painful to watch him trip and fall over himself, um, throwing just some god-awful interceptions that had no chance of reaching a wide receiver. I, it was just like that guy's career is over, and they don't have a backup plan. They don't have anybody to back him up. What's their future? I don't know. My last team is the Seattle Seahawks, who are 1-2, and two, two tough losses in a row. Not really sure. At the bottom of a very tough conference where he got the Rams and the Cardinals. Uh, so I would be panicking a little bit. I have more confidence in them than the other two teams. But still, you kind of got to be a little nervous. Time. All and, right. Wait to oh, oh, that, Brooks. 
little, little over, but that was good. Crushed it on the segment. The, the ball, the ball was snapped before yeah. the clock ran out. All right, we're good. He finished the play. All he did was finish the play. He just finished good, the Lions, Lions, Ravens, all over. Very good <laughs> panic teams. Oh shit! Arlie, go ahead and reset that clock so right. we can get on to your week three. Time it takes Tom Brady to come back on your team. NFL recap. That is like the best name for a segment I think ever. I I, I nah, think I thought I, really hard about it. Obviously, I'm pretty sure this is the best <laughs> yeah. name for a segment ever. Uh, right, now I, I I didn't really plan out too much, but we're gonna do this again. Just kind of wing right. it and just talk. You don't even have to use the whole time if you don't need it. But this is your time. Right? Oh no! And oh shit! Here we go. All right, starting the clock. Okay, so first things first. Denver Broncos three and zero with the highest differential point in points in the season, and I'm here to tell you. Uh, like our like RC used to say, don't drink the Kool Aid just yet. This is th- those are three horseshit wins, and even though they're three and zero and they're leading their division, they beat the Jets, they beat the what Jaguars, and then they beat uh they beat the uh, Giants. All right, so three horseshit wins. Don't drink that Kool Aid. They look good right now because they beat three teams, and their differentials look like top in the NFL, but. Don't drink that Kool-Aid. It's a it's a fucking tease. The one that I do want to drink the Kool-Aid a little bit on isn't in the same division, and I talked about a little bit about it last week, which is the Las Vegas Raiders. They're looking a little bit more solid. Gruden's on his third year. For, no, sorry, fourth year. Fourth year now. And uh, something like that. But he's slowly gotten better every single year, and I said it before the season came in. Don't completely sleep on them to have a completely losing record, but I'm also not completely sold on this just yet. Because they are still in the same division as a improving Chargers and as a angry Kansas City Chiefs. That's going to be kind of my main take. Uh, Patriots kind of a little bit of a short sell on me. Uh, I definitely wanted to see more out of them this season. And so far they're not looking too good. And uh, Cowboys, hell of a win yesterday. I, I, I can't really say much else. And done. That was nice. it. Good, Two seconds take. over. I was a little worried when you started. Nice. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, no. I was like, nice. no, fuck the, fuck the Broncos. Nice, that is sir. the biggest the biggest bait team on the planet right now is the Denver yep. Broncos. Yep. Stomping out three ass. Oh, man. Anyways. All right. All right. Ugh. All right. Reset. Are you ready? Reset. Go ahead and uh, start I'll, my clock. I'll count me, you down. Give me a countdown and start me off. I'll count you down. You ready? All right. Three, two. One, go. Dallas Cowboys are so back. Oh, my God. (laughs) They are so, so back. They, on Monday Night Football with the whole world watching, beat the shit out of the Philadelphia Eagles, who also super suck. But (laughs) the fact that they handled their ass that well, (laughs) like, proved a lot just because they have a defense that can make turnovers and couldn't do that for crap last year. They're actually just beating teams in the ground that they are supposed to do that too. They have a top five offense. They have the top number four rushing offense. They have all the receiving weapons and Dak obviously throwing it around. And now they have Dalton Schultz at tight end looking like a stud all of a sudden. And the defense, I mean, while still being like a number 20 overall defense, is now number one in takeaways in the league. And they also lead the league. The whole team leads the league in turnover margin. That's a huge factor to winning games. You can give up yards. As long as you don't give up points and get some turnovers, you're going to be good. Cowboys are going to be good all season and our team to look out for. All right. And we, we finished uh, 10 seconds early, but sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes Tom Brady doesn't need a full minute 24. He'll nope. do it in less sometimes. That's right. <laughs> All right, solid takes there. I, I definitely enjoy. Uh, that's still, again, favorite name for a segment I think we've ever made. I, I definitely yes. love that one. So that wraps up. What is it? Time it takes Tom Brady to come back on your NFL team week three recap. Yes. Boom. So now that we've recapped week three, we can move along to the future. We got some games of week four that we want to cover. We got like five good games on our list here, starting again with the Cowboys. So we just finished there with. Cowboys look like they're rolling really good. They have everything clicking. They have the undefeated, surprisingly undefeated Carolina Panthers. Brooks, who do you have more confidence in in this game? I have more confidence in the Cowboys going in because the teams that the Cowboys have played have actually been good football teams while the Panthers have played kind of similar to the Broncos, a bunch of really terrible teams. 
So my big things on this game are the Panthers actually for real. Um, I mean, they did put it on the Saints. So like they have that win on their resume. But, you know, no Christian McCaffrey for this game. Uh, Moving to the back guy we're familiar with at Tech, Chubba Hubbard. Um, He is going to get the go. But, yeah, I'm looking for the Cowboys in this one. Can they keep it rolling? So far this year, they've looked pretty impressive on both sides of the ball. I was not expecting their defense to create this many turnovers. Trayvon Diggs is just – he's a dude back there who makes plays. The ball finds him, and Micah Parsons continues to just dominate. So, um, I'm just kind of excited to watch this Cowboys team and see if they can keep it going. Harley, uh, I I hate to say it, but I, I I gotta kind of agree there. Um, all around, Dallas is looking a lot better. Um, I still need to, I still want to see Zeke live up to his contract a little bit better. Uh, he's getting paid fat, and he's arguably the second best running back on the team right now. Uh, he had a good game. He had a good game last night, and you can't knock him for that. But you still gotta see him, you know, put up those numbers against any team he's going against. It's Ezekiel, Ezekiel freaking Elliott, blah, blah, blah. But, um, again, hats off to the defense and, and uh, going from last year to this year. They've just gotten faster. I think, uh, what was it? I, I heard a statistic today, which was that the Dallas Cowboys have the fastest roster, or like 10, 10 of the fastest people in the NFL, and last year they had three that kind of could compete for that title. So they added like seven of the fastest people in the NFL. They've gotten quicker. They're playing a lot faster, and the defense is playing phenomenally. Yeah, I totally agree. You also got to remember for the Panthers, J.C. Horn, the cornerback that yeah, he's the Cowboys out. wanted in the draft, is also out. Yeah. So that's a huge miss for Carolina in their secondary. Um, as the Cowboys, like I said, have the number five overall offense, but that hurts, especially with Christian McCaffrey. Like Brooks said, is out. Um, I'm also impressed with the defense, um, that linebacking core. Now with Parsons playing more of an edge rusher, you're able to keep Vander Esch, um, Neil, and Jalen Smith kind of interchanging and on the field more um, rather than how they were those first couple games. So I like this a lot more. Um, you have more of that speed you are talking about out there. Um I, I don't see the Cowboys stopping anytime soon. They've played better teams, played those teams better than the Carolina Panthers have. And, yeah, this is going to be a who-are-the-real-Panthers type game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I mean, Cowboys playing the Bucks and the Chargers week one and week two, and they competed in both of those games. Yeah. Uh, they, they definitely have the upper hand as far as experience against good teams this year. So. Uh, Cowboys yeah. are going to be looking solid at home. They're, they're, they're and that crowd home. was showing out there on Monday night. Like yeah. I think they said it was the what, the biggest crowd the Cowboys have had since wow. I think uh, Packers COVID. game since COVID. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and they're going to be right back at home this week, so mm-hmm. expect it yep. pretty close to that again. Moving along, we have the struggling Kansas City Chiefs. Didn't think I'd be saying that this far into the year. We have the one and two Kansas City Chiefs First, luckily, the Philadelphia Eagles, who just suck. So this is a get-right game for the Chiefs. Brooks, do you think the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes get right this week? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't last, I don't remember last time the Chiefs won a game by more than, like, a, a possession. No. I think you have to go back to late, late last year maybe to find that game. They tend to play close games for some reason. This team reminds me a lot of Mahomes' days at Texas Tech, oh. which is scary, uh, especially every time you see a Kansas City Twitter post. They have the little double T on there, and you're like, ugh. <laughs> kind of gives you a little flashbacks. Yeah. Um, their defense is, is god-awful. It's, it's yeah, terrible. It sure and, you know, I think Mahomes is having to extend himself a little bit more than he normally does, try to make some plays, try to force it like he did in his Tech days, which causes him to make some turnovers. But, you know, you think about it, they had a chance to beat the Ravens. Clyde Edwards, Alaire fumbled. They lose that game. They had a chance to go and beat the Chargers in this one. So it's not like they're getting completely blown out of these games. Mm-mm. But 
you know, I think we realized that the Falcons just sucks really hard, and that's why the Eagles beat them so bad week one, and we're finding out now that the Eagles aren't a good team. So, you know, if you can't go out and beat this team handily, then I think you really got some concerns. Big time. Yeah. All right, what do you think? Are you concerned about the Chiefs? No, because these first three games for them are three hard games. Uh, Browns, they beat them, and Browns were, were I mean, uh, I think all of us had them making the playoffs this year. Uh, Ravens, still a great Rand team. It's still a well-run uh, well run organization and still very, very well uh, well coached, and they lost by one. And then it's the Chargers who, again, another team that I think all three of us had making it into the playoffs. Yeah. They had a, a, fir- a, a really rough first three, and so I don't really hold it against them. Even though they're supposed to be better than all three of those teams, we all know that they don't start off to try and impress anybody. They're here to make the playoffs and try and win from there. Uh, the only thing that I, I will add, I guess, is just I I, I want to see how the new signing that they had today with Josh Gordon plays out. I want to kind of see it. I don't know. Maybe he's clean, but but he he has been a number one in the past. And it maybe might open up a little bit more of the passing for him. All right. Third game on our list for week four is Cardinals versus Rams. And this is the team undefeated NFC West, which is surprising to say about the Cardinals. Um, The Rams look like the best team in the NFL. But my question for you, Brooks, is can the Cardinals prove it? Are they a 3-0 team, or are they going to be frauds this week? Oh, um, Sorry, I'm having some issues over here, too. Um, I don't know what's going on right now. Uh, for me, I think, I, I think the Cardinals are actually a good team this year. Now can Cliff actually, like, make the right coaching decisions and get out of of his own way that remains to be seen because these last two weeks, you know, they probably should have lost to the Vikings and they were in a battle with the Jaguars there uh, after one of the all time cliff moments, kicking a 68 yard field goal that ends up getting returned to the house. Just incredible. Um, But for me, I think the Rams are the real deal. They're looking like the best team in the NFL to me. I think they are the best team in the NFL right now at this moment. Uh, they dominated the Bucks uh, on Sunday, and so I, this is a game that I'm excited about because I do really get think that we get to see just how much better the Rams are, and I really hope they put it on the Cardinals. <laughs> um, and that would be fun for me. But uh, I'm just loving this McVay and Stafford and Cooper Cup like little Trinity they got going, where they're all on the yeah. same level. Like they're just a really fun team. And they're really letting it loose. And they even got Deshaun Jackson, who's still somehow getting past all your your secondaries. Um, But we'll see. We'll see what the what the Cardinals can do against a really good Rams team. Uh, Are you expecting the Rams to put it on the Cardinals? I think it's going to be competitive. There's still a lot of talent on that Cardinals uh, roster. Um, I think that their their biggest. their biggest hindrance or their biggest factor is just that their head coach uh, is a, is a little bit unpredictable, but Kyler Murray's talented. They have a very talented receiver core defense is actually looking pretty solid and you can't argue with the three, you know, that they have too, too much uh, as uh, like you can with someone like, you know, like with the Panthers or with the, with the uh, Broncos, this is a solid three, and know, but uh, as Brooks said, the, the Rams just look, they look so comfortable beating anybody. And Stafford, time of his life. McVeigh, time of his life. Cup, time of his life. Like they're having such a good time. And oh man, what uh uh it, it you know what it just kind of clicked. It's a little bit like uh how much fun the Chiefs were having two years ago. Like you, yeah. you like you know you remember that vibe that they had where they were just out there balling, having a good time, just destroying everybody? I'm having those same kind of like feelings from these Rams. Like they're just yeah. out there having a good time. Yeah, I'm with both of y'all. I think the Rams are the best team in the NFL. They've proved that against some good teams. I mean, they walked the uh, Bucks pretty good last week. Um, 
Deshaun Jackson still runs a 4-2 and never runs straight into the end zone. Not once. <laughs> Not once in his career he ran straight into the end zone. It was just a veer off or make an S or something. Um, do a backflip. <laughs> do a backflip, whatever it may be. Um, but after week one, the Cardinals' defense has kind of been a little suspect. And so mm-hmm. look for the Rams to dissect that and McVay and all those guys y'all just mentioned that try to pick that apart well, and see if Cliff can – if he can hang. He can keep the Ravens. Some of, some of that with the Cardinals defense is that they they put up a good defensive performance against the Titans and against the, the Jaguars. I, I, I don't really want to say good against the Jaguars, but you got to kind of praise them a little bit that they still turned out a win against the Vikings, who I think are a little bit more surprising. Like they, they're, they have a chance to surprise this year, I guess, with that win against Seattle. Uh, a little bit unpredictable. No. So, I mean... Like you got to kind of give maybe the Cardinals a little bit of credit for that win, considering what Vikings were able to do Seattle lost. this week. I know Vikings missed a chip shot field goal. Uh, I know. Or else they have. A I know, but still, you you got to be able to. They competed. They competed, and and Vikings embarrassed Seattle. So like, you you got to kind of give them a little bit of bonus points on that win, uh, as far as like points allowed from the defense, you know. Yeah, we'll see. I think the Rams put it on them. One of the other side of that division, 49ers coming off a big Aaron Rodgers upset, emotional type loss. Seahawks, they are looking like they are struggling. This is kind of a will the Seahawks keep themselves afloat type game. Brooks, you talked about it earlier. They're looking like, I don't know what the words you used for it, looking like a bunch of losers, looking like a dud type team. What do you think about Seahawks and Niners? Yeah, it's two teams. I think we talked about it last week with the 49ers when we were talking about the Green Bay game. I still don't know what to make of them. And another weekend, I still don't know what to make of the 49ers. The Seahawks are another team that I really don't know what to make of them yet because they've been in, I mean, besides the Vikings game, they should have beat the Titans, um, but collapsed in the second half, forgot how to run an offense all of a sudden. And then next thing you know, they're, you know, letting Derrick Henry run through them. And then they lose a game to the Vikings. And I don't, I really, I'm with kind of, I think the Vikings are a good offensive team. And so they're going to be able to put up points on you. But offensively, they're struggling. I don't know what the deal is. They got a new offensive coordinator. Maybe there's some struggles there. Maybe Russell Wilson is, is having a problem getting the playbook, the new plays or whatever. I can't figure this team out. And yeah, you're sitting here at one and two in a really good division where you've got the Cardinals and Rams sitting there at three and Oh, you got the Niners at two and one and a loss here puts you at one and three. And then on top of that, it's a loss to a division opponent. So this is kind of like, it's time to figure it out real quick, or they could find themselves in a ditch that's too deep to get out of real quick. Especially in this division. That's a very, very strong statement at the end there. Uh, Cause you really don't have time to fuck around with it. Like your your division's already really good. You don't have time to fuck around and lose to to the teams yeah. outside of your division very often. And so Seahawks, if they want to have any sort of shot this year at anything, they have to win this game. San Francisco, uh, tail as old as time. They're 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 injury riddled, and I think realistically they're not going to have a shot at doing anything this year. But uh, I disagree with you there. I, I mean. Think- Go I ahead, think guys. they have a good chance because they are injury riddled and still look pretty good um, out of that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's a, t- a game or team like last year where they have literally too many injuries piled up to do anything, especially on defense. I think this is one of those guy here and there. Obviously, their running game, they're always going to just plug a guy in for 120 yards. So I think they can overcome that this year. Maybe um, it's 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 just that the Rams are too good, and Cardinals, we we still got to wait and see. That's the only yeah. that's the only main thing. It's just that if they're the rest of their division wasn't as strong as it is, and uh, I I would argue the best division in in all of the NFL. Yeah, that would be a little bit easier to kind of like like ride the coattails on. But as of yeah. right now, I it it. it them being in third place and kind of falling behind in this division is not an easy thing to gain ground on at all. But yeah, 
So, all right, last game that we're looking forward to, obviously everybody's looking forward to Sunday night football. Has it ready to rock and roll? Brooks has his new Tom Brady shirt that I'm digging right now. I do like it. The Tom yeah. Brady Buccaneers going up to New England, Tom's former house, former home, to face Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Brooks, the newest Tom Brady t-shirt owner. What do you think about this matchup? I mean, it's going to be a fun atmosphere. I'm excited yes. about all the videos and stuff. Of course, there is the great promo with the Adele. Hello from the yeah. other side. <laughs> like, They're going to hype this, this game talk. up more than any game they ever oh, had. Yeah. So hyped up, but I think ultimately the game's probably going to be a little bit of a letdown because I, I just don't think the Patriots are good enough offensively oh, okay. uh, to compete. And now maybe – Maybe the Bucks defense is getting kind of – they've got some injuries to deal with, and, and they're signing, you know, guys off the street like Richard Sherman to come in and try to help <laughs> them out back there. But – and so maybe there's a way. But the way Josh McDaniels has been calling games offensively for them so far this year has uh, has some Boston fans that I'm seeing on Twitter, including Bill Simmons, who never tweets about the Patriots, <laughs> coming out and saying, what the hell are we doing? Like just hating the play calling. So I don't know what they're doing offensively, if they're going to start opening it up a little bit more for Mac, but they've definitely got some concerns and the bucks, you know, they just lost to the Rams Brady. This is a business trip for him. He's not about all the theatrics that are going to be on. He just wants to go in and win a football game. So I kind of expect them to go in and just kind of have their way. Arlie, do you feel the same? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, this should be uh, uh, the, the this should be a blowout from Tom Brady. I think again, uh, uh, Tom Brady likes to make a point more than anything. He likes to prove everybody wrong and make a point. And with this matchup, New England getting a little cocky with a new quarterback and a weaker division or, or a constantly weakening division. I guess we'll say. Uh, I, I think Tom Brady goes in there and makes a statement. I think that he blows this one out of the water and he 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 kind of reminds the Boston fan base who actually owns yeah. that town. <laughs> yep. I totally agree. I think Tom's not going to get caught up in the emotions of it. I mean, he's so familiar with that place for playing there 20 years. I mean, the only difference yeah. for him is he's dressing in a different locker and walking out a different tunnel. Oh, yeah. Like that matters to Tom. Mm -mm. And Bill Belichick can scheme up and try whatever he wants, but also Tom knows all those tricks from that side too. Mm -hmm. So those aren't going to have the effects as any other team and quarterback um, that might have this. Um, I think it's the best for the fans of New England. I mean, they're going to get all the tribute videos. They're going to get like – you know, Tom running out and they get to boo him for the rest of the game and all that. So they get both sides of it. And if you're a reasonable Patriots fan, you won't lose in this game. Um, either yeah. Tom wins um, or your team gets an upset and gets kind of rub it in Tom's face. But it's, it's not one of those that you can judge this uh, trade by. It's still too early for that. Bucks are way better team. And both these teams are coming off a loss last week. Like, uh, early, I think you said Tom Brady doesn't like to be embarrassed. And last week was embarrassing. He likes revenge, likes that kind of stuff. So I think he's going to really try to take that out. The one from last week um, and to get right for this week and rub it in New England's face. 100%. I mean, th this is – this is going to be the game of the week and uh, yeah. and and not for any sort of like competitive playoff like kind of thing. It's more of a just the stories behind this priceless. Yeah. Love it. Oh, and yeah. and and I think Belichick's Belichick, Belichick, blah 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 is, is going to try and throw everything he has to try and win this game however he can. But yeah. this is Tom Brady and he's got he's got a, a, a star-studded roster behind him who is ready to prove a point. They're ready to yeah. prove a point, and, and they're going to come Sunday night. Yep. And what else we got? Before oh, I yeah. forget that, 
this is our NFL shot bet pick for the week. Oh, true. Right now we have it as Bucks minus seven. So, Brooks, do you have your pick for this game? Yeah, I'm gonna go Brady and the Bucks. I think they, I think they handle this game. I think I might have some dramatics early. I think there'll be some trick plays yeah, that the Pats throw out, but ultimately, uh, I think the the Bucks just have too much firepower, and I don't think the Pats are there yet with Mac Jones as the quarterback to to beat Tom Brady or to cover that spread. <laughs> no. Arlie, what do you think, man? I mean, I, like I, absolutely the case. This is going over and over by by a good margin. I think that this is almost going to be like, I wouldn't be surprised to see a 20-point win on this one. Brady's looking good. And if we're comparing the two quarterbacks, I mean, we're talking, what, 10 tutties to, to two interceptions while Mac Jones yeah. is that two TDs to three interceptions. Like, uh, th- there's no comparison. And in the end, this is a game where you got to score points. And no matter how good Bill Belichick's defense is schemed up for this game, they're not going to be able to put enough points on the board to compete in this. No. And I feel safe that it's going to go over seven, but like predict prediction wise, I think that this is going to be a 20 point win for the Bucks. All right. Bold prediction there. Clean sweep for me. We're going Bucks as well. So I agree. Just Tom revenge game from last week and playing his former team. He's going to, Try to run up the score if you can a little bit. Maybe get yeah. an extra touchdown or two. Maybe not like super blowout, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's double digits by the end of the game. And out of pure selfishness, that's what I want to see. I just want to see yeah. him go in there and destroy. Yeah. Destroy. So there's our games for week four. A um, couple notes we already hit on. Josh Gordon signed to the Chiefs. He got cleared from – whatever substance program he's been in 85 times at the nfl he's back he's on the practice squad the chiefs are hoping he can catch up to speed and maybe they elevate him sometime this year they honestly don't have a set like week or plan for that Uh, i mentioned earlier i think that's just depth and see what happens type move um richard sherman signed with the bucks same deal they had a little bit of secondary depth issues now they're just grab you a good veteran Help your team out. And then the last one that I added, the Chicago Bears are moving. Oh, yeah. What? The Chicago Bears are moving. They're getting out of Chicago. They're going to the little suburb of Arlington right there nearby Chicago. They bought the uh, old racetrack right outside of Chicago. Plan is to move there in about 2034. (laughs) So, Right around the corner. Plan now. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, at the same time, we can be prepared for like Texas Tech versus you know Arkansas. That we just you know yeah, we'll be right around the corner too. We'll be able to talk about both of those games. What's funny is we just did schedule Arkansas for twenty thirty and thirty (laughs) one. But yeah, they that's a good move for the Bears. I drove by there earlier this year, and that's good little like starting point um, with the grass and racetrack. But then you also have a ton of open space and land there to develop um, an actual like scene and kind of campus for um, the bears rather than just being downtown and in a, in the smallest stadium in the NFL. Barry Matt Nagy under it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he'll be long gone by then. The coaching criminal. God. So that's our news. That's our week four on to the very entertaining stuff. Yeah. Tailgate Talks, underdog picks of the week. Let's go. Brooks is our big winner of the week. He got a dub. Chargers against the Chiefs. They won that game, so he didn't have to worry about that six and a half. Already got to pick his game. He picked the Seahawks over the Vikings. Depressing. And lost that game. Big, big time. And then me. I picked the football team against the Bills, and the football team did not show up against yeah. the Bills. And the so, Bills definitely showed up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Arlie and myself will be on the loser's wheel in that order. Brooks gets to go first with the dub. So, Arlie, get the winner's wheel All out right. for the people for us. We're going to break this out for Brooks Give it on a the winner's wheel. Spin. Brooks, are you ready? I'm ready when you are. All right. 
Let's go ahead and Remember, get there's this. a delay, so. Yeah, delay. Don't ruin it. Let us see it. Okay, Works okay. Let me get the, uh, let's see. Actually, I didn't pull this part out. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and spin this. We'll get it going. Give me something other than we're going. We're pick. going. Give me something other than a regular pick. Give me something other than a regular pick. And... Oh my oh. god! Oh. What did so. I get? All right. It, I was like, he's about to get regular pick. Three points to my total. He still has to pick off of our list of plus three and a half. Uh, oh man, here spread teams, but then he will get to add three and end up having a six and a half point. Yeah. Spread on his. So Brooks, where do you want to go with that move? Well, I'm going to go with the game that I was going to go with the regular pick. I'm going to add three to it. I'm going to add three to the Jaguars, seven and a half to make it a 10 and a half Jaguar spread oh, okay. over, over the Bengals. Bengals. Oh, okay. I did not expect or that. Or against the Bengals. Well, there's not a lot of other good lines that I trust this week. I mean, there's We're a going. big line there with the Texans, but the Bills look good. Um. Just a lot of not a teams that I, I trust the cover, and I feel like the Bengals aren't good enough to really be even okay. getting a seven point spread. I was gonna say, but you trust the Jags? No, you just trust the Bengals less. I just to don't hold think their, that, own, their own weight. Yeah, yeah, I just don't. You know, the Jags kind of competed against the Cardinals. They, yeah. Mm. Okay, <laughs> putting his putting his money on the Jags. He's got ten and a half points there, so Jags need to cover. Basically about 10 or less in that loss. <laughs> Probably put that on the board. But, all right. They're just, playing, oh, they're just playing a, a bad, not a good Bengals team. That's the only thing. All right. All right, Arley, go ahead and get the losers wheel up for oh, us two losers. Man, I'm sad. And I believe Brooks said he has shuffled these this time. Yeah, yeah so it's they're... definitely mixed up yeah, a little bit better. I can see it. Wheel. I can see it. Well, whenever uh, you're ready, Arlie, give it a big old spin. Let's see what you get. You are second on this. Pick. All right, three, two, one. Come on, regular, yeah, regular pick. Something good. Oh no! Fuck! <laughs> Did Brooks see it yet? No. All right, automatic L. <laughs> oh. What so the hell? That is, that, is unfortunate. Arlie so, does not get to pick. Is my correct, Brooks? He just takes yes, an automatic loss. You automatically take a loss for this week, and you revisit the will next week. The losers will. I don't. I don't get to have any fun. This uh, this sucks. Arlie gets no fun. He already gets to take the loss. Arlie gets no fun. Oh, so man. that also leaves a line open for me. Because one does not get taken away from me. So that works out in my favor. But I also have to spin the loser's wheel before I get to pick. So. All right. Dustin's spin of the loser's wheel. And here spin. we go. Big spin. Big, big spin. Big money. There we go. Okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Add me a shot. That's fine. At least I get to pick a game and try to get back on the winner side of things. Right. That's yep. fine. Adds a shot to his total. To his shot that fine. total, which was at six. So now it thinks at seven. Yeah. And yeah. then he has to pick a regular game for the week. So I still have the three and a half points. Our board just really, really sucks. Yeah, there's not anything good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I'll – because I just have no faith in most of these picks. Uh, I'm going to go with probably the best matchup that's on the board. Go Raiders, three and a half to the Chargers. Okay. And it's mostly just because, I mean, the Raiders, they got a decent defense. Offense is doing good this year. Derek Carr is probably the most underrated guy so far. Yeah, the Chargers are good, but they're just going down the list. The Chargers have been kind of charging. I mean, just going across the board, like Texans plus 16, don't want to touch them. <laughs> nope, nope. The 
Panthers, we don't think they're that good. Nope. Cover four. Giants suck, so plus seven there, no. The Jets, Jets affect, no. they're only a seven point to the Titans. There's no way they're covering that. The Eagles suck for seven points on the Chiefs. The Rams have a minus four against the Cardinals. I don't. We don't think the Cardinals are that good either. So it's like, I don't yeah, think, I think unless, you, I, I think you picked the best one there. Best, there's there's best nothing. Steelers, like Steelers look god awful. Patriots yeah. stink. Like every game is a mismatch. I think. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is the only decent game that could come down to the wire. And yeah, maybe the Chargers win by seven, but I don't see it by more than that. Yeah, I think yeah, you picked well, the best I, one. I definitely think you picked those the best are one. The, those were the two games I was kind of debating, but I, I I feel like either the Chargers, if they win that game, they win by touchdown. So I was like, I'm going to get the three points and then still sure. lose. But I don't know. Yeah, I didn't like the, anything I, on this It's just the board. Games. Yeah, the board just sucks. So give me a shot. We'll get that taken. So there's our spin of the wheels. And I'm going to kick it back over to Arlie to kind of wrap us up with our – Yes. Recap of shot bets and then kick us into final shots, man. Yes, sir. All right. That was Dustin with the NFL segment. Oh, let's bring this back up. But uh solid segment, obviously. Um, we love that football's back and we're having a ton of fun with the NFL segment. Uh and the 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 uh Tom Brady segment, the the underdog picks. We're 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 having some fun here. Definitely, definitely enjoying this. But that does wrap up the NFL for us this week and the football discussion. Uh, as far as the shot bets go, let's go ahead and talk about that a little bit. All right, so first shot bet was the Texas Tech versus Texas at seven and a half. And uh, we all know how that played out. We were all being homers, and uh, that bit us all in the ass and bit the entire Texas Tech fan base in the ass. So we all owe a shot, which they took even before halftime ended. Uh, yeah. I, I still owe mine, and I'll be taking that here in a minute. I got I got four shots poured up for you guys, but I didn't want to get sloppy, so I'm waiting to take it till the end of the show. But I got four lined up, so we're going to bring this shot bet total down. Wow. Oh, yeah. There you go. So, That's aggressive. Hey, I, I am gonna sl- I'm gonna sleep very well. I may be talking some shit on Warzone later, but I'm gonna sleep like a baby. Uh, More aggressive than Texas Tech defense. That's for sure. <laughs> That's what I, I mean. Some, some one of us has got to be aggressive, man. Uh, second second shot bet was the Buccaneers versus the Rams at a point and a half. Rams handled the Bucks, getting the win, and uh, Brooks gets the dub out of that one. Me and Dustin taking a. Two L's for this week. So, yes. rough on that one. Uh, so, as far as this week's shot bets go, uh, the first shot bet is Texas Tech at West Virginia at seven points. All three of us took the West Virginia side of the bet. And the second shot bet is the Bucks versus the Patriots. And I believe we, we clean swept both on yes. this one as well. Bucks at seven, uh, seven point favorites at the, at the uh, New England Patriots. And all three of us ended up taking the Bucks on this one. Clean sweep on both sides, so uh, basically we're all going down with the ship, win or lose on this one, no matter what happens. Um, but anybody out there want to pay off any shot bet debt at this time, go ahead and do so. And if you do owe us any from the past, make sure all you got to do is tweet us or tag us saying, I've got my shot bet paid for the week. You don't even have to send a video. Again, we're just having a good time doing shot bets with you guys. Definitely still enjoying that. But... Uh, that does wrap up the episode for us this week. And uh, Dustin, final shot yeah. for the week. What do you have for us? I know last week I was just like, go football. This week I do got a little bit of something. Uh, Texas Tech basketball. Some schedule details have been starting to come out. So get your calendars out. and give you a few little points here. The SEC Challenge game against Mississippi State, January 29th at Mississippi State. 5 p.m. That came out today. Also came out the game at Texas. Go ahead. Yeah, you better just start doing that while I'm talking. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll kick it over to Brooks while you're still dealing with what you're dealing with. All right. This is going to be dangerous. Uh, the game at Texas, February 19th, is going to be an 11:30 a.m. game. Ha <laughs> ha. 
suck at Texas. Y'all got to see any time slot. And the Texas home game, that's going to be one of the most rowdy Texas Tech sporting events of all time. Tuesday, February 1st, 8 p.m. That gives us time to drink before and be even more obnoxious and rude whenever we want to be to what's-his-name. So mark those on your calendars, mark those dates, mark those times, plan on being there or watching. Brooks, while Artie's still drinking his shots, (laughs) you. My final shot is last week I talked about the wild card. Uh, So we're going to follow up on that. While Texas Tech was getting their ass kicked over the weekend, so was the Boston Red Sox. We got our ass kicked over the weekend as well, getting swept by the New York Yankees, giving up the lead on the first wild card spot completely to the Yankees. And then we dropped another one to the freaking Orioles last night, putting us with just a half game lead over the Seattle Mariners. So we still have five games left, two against the Orioles, three against the Nationals, not good teams. So theoretically, we should be all right. We are currently beating the Baltimore Orioles three to nothing in the eighth inning. So this should be a win. If the Yankees can beat the Blue Jays, that means the Blue Jays are probably, you know, have an even harder chance of getting that wild card spot. So hopefully things fall into place. But right now it's not looking too great for the Red Sox. Um, and I don't have any confidence in a wild card game if we p- actually have to, you know, play the Yankees. So you got to watch out uh, for the Mariners too. Yeah, yeah, we got the Mariners to the watch Mariners out for too. But if we can just beat, if we can just beat these shitty teams like the Orioles and the Nationals, <laughs> we should be all right. But apparently, it's too hard for us to do that. Last night, we, uh, so I don't know. It's frustrating, but at the same time, I try to view it through the prism of. I didn't expect this Red Sox team to even be competing for a playoff spot. So, you know, try to try to, you know, think on the the positive side a little bit. But the fact that we were in first place in the division, like at the all-star break, and now we're barely we're we're on the possible verge of losing a playoff spot, not ideal. But yeah. Tis baseball. Cheers. There's one. Is this just your final shot? Is all these shots? Uh no, I mean baseball's great. <laughs> baseball's great. Baseball's great. Oh this fuck. This is very good. This is bad. Um that was what, one. What are we drinking um, there? What are we drinking? Uh I made I made four green tea shots. Okay. I had, I had the twisted good. tea and then I was like, let's make some green tea shots and so this is gonna be a fun night and I'm gonna probably call my girlfriend here in about about thirty minutes to annoy the fuck out of her, kinda pissed drunk for no reason at nine thirty. Um but uh no, definitely excited for my Astros. They're looking good. Obviously, they're gonna, they should win their division. But the thing is, is that they are there's four or five games left, and they're only ahead by four. But um, the only issue is that we do have the same pain in the ass for Brooks, which is the Seattle Mariners winning games, and we need them to lose today. And I think that should clinch our our division win. Uh, with that, but uh, right now we're losing to Tampa Bay. Unfortunately, I think what is it, five to zero, six to zero. But hopefully my Astros clinch it, finish it out, get that playoff berth. And I don't know if we'll end up getting any kind of. We're not going to get any kind of bias. But anyways, here's shot two. Cheers. I don't have any other uh, any other takes. Uh, cool. Ronaldo had a good finish in some soccer. That was kind of fun. Uh, Messi he, scored his first goal at PSG. True, that Boom, was awesome. Big your time. Talk Some soccer talk. Uh, there was uh, what was it? Juventus. It Juventus versus <laughs> Chelsea, and uh, Juventus ended up winning one zero over over Chelsea, which is good uh, for them considering they just lost Ronaldo. So, cheers to them. <laughs> this is great. This is Arlie's four final shots for this you. Is, One is shot per shot. <laughs> this is great. Uh, and then uh, what else we got? Uh, preseason <laughs> hockey is going on. Yeah, I was about to say hockey is pre preseason that. hockey. <laughs> the, 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 that that season's starting to come back around. Uh, and and my Canadians are looking pretty good. They got a guy. A uh, little bit of contra- controversy around him, and so uh, I forget his name. But anyways, all right. Cheers to the Canadians. That's four.
All right. All empty. Very good. Very nice. A little set oh, of that shots. was the weakest final shot segment that I had, but I think probably one of the, one what will be one of the Oof. most. All right. At least they were cold this time, though. I left them in the fridge. Last time I did something like this, yeah, the shots just turned hot by the end of the episode. But I try not to do it so I don't get all like sloppy speaking by the time we're done. Uh, okay, so um, before these shots hit me, uh, let's wrap up the episode so I can do this uh, do this closeout. Uh, any other takes for you guys for this week's pod or uh, episode? Cool, cool. No, so, sir. Um, as always, guys, make sure you are following the show on iTunes and Spotify. Again, it's no longer a subscription thing. You just got to click the plus sign and see a check mark in the top right of your screen on iTunes, Spotify, same thing. If it is on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. Make sure you drop a review below. And uh, if you're wanting to follow us on any socials, find us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. As far as our personal accounts, Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, you can find Dustin at DustinWimmer22. Brooks, find him at Calvin B. Barrett. Me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a one. Uh, make sure you hit up our YouTube channel. That's been doing really well. Uh, subscribe to that. Just type in Tailgate Talks into the search bar. You should be able to find it. A couple of videos posted every week. Hit the bell notification if you want to be notified when those go live. And uh, we also stream on Twitch every single Wednesday, 7 p.m. Make sure you come by and check us out. www.twitch tv slash blanca og where the l is an l and lastly if you have any sort of thoughts or questions ask us or anything to ask us blah 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 uh tailgate talks pod this is already hitting tailgate talks pod at gmail.com uh that does wrap up the episode uh as always guys pleasure pleasure doing the show with y'all thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch y'all next week catch y'all at the next tailgate peace peace